and welcome to another episode of the Sensational Kit Show. I hope you've had a great week and um, we're currently in the midst of getting ready for Jubilee. And my reflections have been this week that it is a big change for our kids to suddenly have a school where you're off timetable, you're wearing different clothes. Um, and I realized how hard it was for some kids to just adapt to that change and how they couldn't quite explain how they were feeling or what they were feeling. I continued my usual sessions and I had some kids who insisted on coming to OT and their parents said that they wanted things to just be the same. Um, and that made me realize that actually we have our eighth sense that I've not yet spoken about and I hope to speak about in more detail in future episodes, but it's called our interoception. So we know we've got our um, our functional senses, which is your sight, your smell, your taste, your hearing, your vision, um, which is sight. And then you've also got your vestibular, which is your balance or your sense of movement, and then your proprioception, which is your body awareness. Now, when we think about our other sense, we are talking about what is called our eighth sense or our hidden sense, our internal sense, which is our interoception. And what interoception does is that it allows us to feel our internal organs and our skin, and it's going to give us information about that internal state or the condition of our body. So when we're thinking about interoception, it is what allows our body to feel or allows us to feel different sensations such as pain, our body temperature, um, an itch, hunger, thirst, being able to be aware of your heart rate, your breathing rate, your muscle tension, whether touch is nice or not nice, your sleepiness, um, and when you need to use the bathroom. It's also going to give us a variety of, of general feelings, but also some really specific, almost localized feelings, such as feeling warm or cold or tickling or shivering, um, tension or relaxation, the feeling of sinking or lifting when you're trembling or when you're steady. So really, rather than thinking of interoception as just feelings from our internal organs, it's the sense of the entire condition of our inner body, okay? And some things that you're, it's, um, it's also going to tell you about your social touch. It's going to tell you about your physical exhaustion. It's going to tell you whether you're hungry, whether you're full. And it's going to give you clues about your emotions. So if you have a fast heartbeat, a tingly stomach, maybe your muscles are shaking, that could mean that you're feeling anxious, okay? If you are breathing nice and slowly and your muscles are relaxed, that could mean that you're quite relaxed and quite content. So for a lot of people, and actually a lot of the kids that I see more specifically, they find it incredibly stressful when I say, what do you feel inside your body or just what do you feel? Um, and, and if you think about it, if, if I were to say to you, just sit back, close your eyes, think about your breathing. Is it, 
shallow or is it deep? Pay attention to your heartbeat. Is it fast or is it slow? Do you need to go to the bathroom? And if so, what for? How do your muscles feel? Do they feel tense? Do they feel loose? Do the muscles in your legs feel different to the muscles in your arms, for example? And how does your stomach feel? Okay. And that is what's going to be your interoception. So Kelly Marler has written a lot about interoception um, and she's kind of seen as the guru. And she would say that what happens with your interoceptive system is that you've got tiny little receptors which are inside all our organs and our tissues. And these receptors are going to get information from inside our body and it's going to send it to the brain. And the messages that they are going to send is, is what's going to help us to feel many important sensations such as, are you hungry versus thirsty? Are you full? Do you have pain? Are you nauseous? Do you have an itch or a tickle? Um, and the really, really clever thing with a, uh, an overlooked function is that it really helps us feel our emotions. And how it's connected to our emotions is that each emotion feels differently in our body. And this is specific to each person, okay? So before I have to, for example, speak or have my turn speaking in a tribunal, I will find that, <clears throat> excuse me, my heart will be racing. Um, I might feel the muscles in my shoulders will tense up. My breathing might become a little bit shallow. My stomach might feel a little bit fluttery or tumbly. And this is what's going to let me know that I'm nervous. And if I don't feel this sensation, it's going to be really hard for me to identify those emotions clearly. Okay. So a lot of the young people I work with won't be able to say that they are feeling anxious or that they are feeling nervous. What they might say is that um, my tummy is jumbled, my tummy is feeling upside down um, and, and they won't be able to understand what it is that they're feeling. Okay. Um, and quite often this happens. So what I saw with um, some of the celebrations the, um, last week at schools were that some kids were just really disorientated and they said, oh, Mrs. Bloor, please, can I come for my session? And I was like, well, are you sure you're going to miss out on the Jubilee things? And they said, no, it's, um, I just need my session, Mrs. Bloor. I need my OT session. And they couldn't tell me why or what it was that they were feeling. But once they came into the, se the session, once they had their depression, their proprioception, their vestibular, their movement, they could then say, now I feel better. And then they could describe what better feels like. So then they know that the opposite of that is perhaps that they were nervous or that they were slightly anxious or worried or scared because they didn't know what was going to happen. Um, for example, we were all told that there was going to be a band and then the band kept cancelling and then one of them got ill. So the band was completely cancelled and we then had a completely different person coming to sing. So things which 
we might take for granted as just, oh, let's just go with it, can be really anxiety-inducing for a lot of um, young people and adults. Okay, and and this is where our interoception is really going to influence our self-regulation. So when your interoception is working well, your sensations are going to alert us that um, everything is good, okay? When it's not working well, our internal sensations are going to say, actually, oh, there's that balance is just thrown it's off. And so we need to take some action. We need to do something that's going to restore that balance and that's going to help us feel more at ease, more comfortable, more relaxed. So if you think about it, if you feel an itch, you scratch it, okay? Um, Generally, if you feel full, you stop eating. I might not always get that full sensation and I might be into half a packet of digestives before I realized that. Um, And that's something else again. That's the feeling of actually I'm trying to self-comfort, right? I'm trying to self-soothe. And and if I'm feeling anxious, I should be seeking comfort in a different way. I should be using my own strategies for that comfort. So what's going to happen is that our interoception is going to underlie our urge for action okay so we are going to seek we're going to be motivated to restore this balance and we want to um we're going to want to act we're going to want to seek immediate relief from that discomfort that's being caused by our our internal balance so you feel a sensation and it might be something quite unknown to a young person or to a child into an adult it might be a feeling of rejection it might be a feeling of disappointment or a feeling of jealousy and it makes you feel really uncomfortable you then have the state in your body where you just know it's uncomfortable so you want to act and you're then going to take action and there's going to be an outcome now we need to learn and we need to teach ourselves and the young people we work with what that action is that they need to take because you could have different outcomes. If you're feeling anxious and worried and um, I go and I snap at my husband, it's not going to be a good outcome. Um, so a really, really important thing to remember is that our interoception is super important for skills such as your decision-making your intuition, that gut feeling, your social awareness, having empathy, looking at someone else's perspective and taking that point of view, being flexible in your thoughts, okay, having that self-awareness, having problem solving, all of those things are all stem from our interoception, okay? And if you think about it, you know, I should never make decisions when I am anxious. I should not go shopping when I'm hungry because I will just buy a whole load of junk or things that actually I don't like particularly. I should not make decisions when I am highly stressed or when I'm in that heightened state of emotion 
where I could then become so inflexible and so rigid and I can't see the other person's point of view. Um, and I see this a lot. I see this a lot with some kids who will come in and they'll say, oh my gosh, James took my pencil and he didn't give it back. And then when I got it back, it was all blunt and I'm never speaking to him again. Um, I can't believe he would do something like that. So that is that really inflexible thinking rather than thinking, okay, James took my pencil. Maybe he didn't have time to sharpen it. Um, maybe he was angry and he was pressing so hard and so it got blunt. Something like that. Okay, so it's that flexibility of thought. Um, it's having enough self-awareness to, for example, say to someone, some like your colleagues, for example, or your family, is to say to them, guys, actually today I am I'm functioning at about 3% of my battery. I cannot cope with very much today rather than just exploding at my son when he taps my shoulder to try and get my attention even though his six foot hulk of a frame is standing right in front of me um you know real story um it's it's saying to him not today Noah or just give me five minutes rather than just exploding um and it's being aware of that. And that's why I think for so many people, when you come from work, those three or four minutes you sit in the car before you go inside is absolutely vital. It's, it gives you that opportunity to just shift your frame of mind, to just draw a line under the day away from home, draw a line under anything that may have happened at work, and shift your mentality to saying, actually, you know, what's happened at work has got nothing to do with um, what's going on at home and I'm just going to sit in the car have a deep breath maybe listen to a good song and then I'm going to go in and I'm going to start fresh rather than rushing in being harassed being feeling stressed being stressed and um, and then ending up with all of those kind of those negative feelings so having that self-awareness to say do you know what actually this is um yeah, it's not a good time for me. Or to say to your colleagues, um, I am going to get back to you in five minutes instead of feeling like you have to reply right now or give make a decision right now. Okay, and that a lot of the time also what that will lead to is, is if you have the empathy to see someone is stressed, to not ask them to do something because you can kind of go, actually, if that was me, you know, I would probably explode. So I might just say, can I talk to you now? Um, so yeah, I really hope that in the coming weeks we can explore our interoception a bit more um, and think about how in tune we are with our bodies, how in tune we are with what is going on inside us. Um and it's a simple, you know, simple exercises like putting your hand over your chest. Can you feel your heartbeat? Is it fast or is it slow? If you put your fingers up to your neck to feel your pulse, can you feel it? I've got so many kids who say, I can't feel anything, you know. Um, 
so yeah let's not forget interoception as just super super important and so awesome um and incidentally one of the few things that can change your interoception and your interoceptive state i don't know if that's correct um at the moment has been found to be mindfulness so that might explain why i find mindfulness so hard and i'm triggered just by the word sometimes but that's a story for another day have a wonderful week enjoy whatever it is that you're doing and try and take some time out just to feel feel what you're feeling and try and get that contentment okay 